This song, though, you know, I've discovered this song in the trailer of Will Ferrell's comedy Semi-Pro. Don't be such a fucking <laughs> smartass, will you? And I, that movie was so disappointing. It looked so funny. It was. What, what movie, is it, is what it not movie? Semi-Pro? I haven't seen it. Uh, it's about it's about Will it's, Ferrell is the manager and the owner of an and player a, and a player, the star player of an ABA basketball team. <laughs> this is when the ABA was existing and the NBA had mm. existed instead of just being the NBA. Uh, there were two leagues. This, so. is, a, this is a period piece. It uh, is. It's, right, a, right. yeah, it's a 70s period piece. It's, and he's like, You're it's, making me want to watch this. You're only selling uh, me on it. It's, I know. It's, it's unfortunate. Dis- it's not... Funny. Well, did I tell you that speaking you of those kinds of movies, I watched that Walk Hard. I think I told you that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I think we but already discussed that. I will say with Semi-Pro, there was one... I, I caught it like re- recently. It was on TV and it was actually... It was better than I thought. So I don't know if that means. Have, have you guys seen you the? Know, uh, was a good part. Have you all seen Casa de Mi Padre? Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't get through it. It's hilarious. It's very difficult to get through, but it's I can't. Fine. It I is. can't. Exactly. That's that a good way to put it. That's yeah. exactly. What's the it's, problem, pal? Very true. <laughs> it's tough to get through. I can't. Well, there I, you go. I have to read the whole thing. Oh, well, that's see. not the I'll reason. Read a book. It's just not. See. It just slows down a lot. This this guy. Uh, no, I'm see. okay. Okay, look, I'm I'm okay with good subtitle film. I'm okay with that. I think that's a lie. I think that's okay. a lie too. No, no, but this this movie, when these movies, these movies depend so much on their I'm physical comedy. For an answer, do right. not speak. They're, they depend on the physical comedy. Judge Judge Judy's here. If I have to sit and read a Will Ferrell film, it's not going to be as funny as I would sit. But and a lot watch of the it. comedy comes from the yeah. shitty Spanish that they're speaking, and that when you read it and you see the ridiculous things they're actually saying, it's pretty funny. It yeah. is the Espanol. But I no, I I appreciate. It's certainly a valid. It's a valid point. It is a little slower. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to stepbrothers. Well, anyway, we're, welcome to welcome to the show. Uh, 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 this is. I just want to. Uh, I just want to give a uh, big shout out to uh, uh, Chell Mammon. Shout out. Shout out, Chell Mammon. I talked. What to did Chell, she do? I talked to Chell Mammon uh, today. And Why is she, she not was, on the phone right now? She was. Uh, she was catching up on her me, you, and the school. She was talking about how she texted uh, me today too. Well, she was uh, obviously she's very feeling thanks, very. Thanks nostalgic. for texting me too, Mel. Thanks. Uh, and she <laughs> she said that she was listening to the show in her cube. Uh, and then laughing a little too loud. Yeah. Uh, this is people. this is at the uh, at the new job. At the new job. At I don't, the, I don't know if she wants us to. Uh, I've learned to do. I don't know if she is, wants us uh, to expose to, re- to reveal where she works. That's or fine. To, you know, you know. To, we, uh, we are all about uh, expose. We are all about. Uh, we all are about. Uh, we're all about privacy here. Privacy. Privacy. See. Uh, what's new with you people? Anything exciting? And by the way, this is a rhetorical question, just so you know. But uh, I really wasn't interested in that. Nicole, exactly. N- Nicole, is, this is this may be coming as a shock. Nicole and I are looking uh, at at homes. Oh, oh no! We're, we're, looking so where, we're looking at houses. First question: What awful suburb of Los Angeles are you moving to? We are. We uh, well. If you we're looking, we're if looking, you say you're Belinda, no goodness, <laughs> no, no, we're looking. We're looking at all places above. Uh, Hollywood. Great. So like Burbank, <laughs> Burbank, Glendale, Toluca Pasadena. Lake. Pasadena's kind of east, but mm-hmm. Pasadena. Okay. Um, uh, La Crescenta, which happens to be around uh, Glendale. Uh, mm-hmm. Fine. Um, but we we, ha- we have some seen we have seen a few interesting homes. <laughs> have any of them been winners or no? 
Well, you know, uh, we're we're not we're not in the you're, we're not you're, quite you're, in the position just, to be browsing. like you're browsing. We're, we're just browsing. We're getting we're getting a good lay of the when land. You, uh, when it's you, the pre-browse. When are you looking to move? Uh, we're not looking. We're, I mean, Uh-oh. we have no date yet. Putting you on the spot here. Give, give we us have a no date. date yet. Nothing nothing is uh, cemented yet. But we uh, we've just been looking, and we literally saw a house that was a time machine. Ooh, I I've to never era? to uh, nineteen at least the mid seventies. It was <laughs> it was a time machine. From the, from Did you the, take any pictures? No, not there. Because we decided, like, that house was uh, like, okay. we're not going to buy that. <laughs> like, but, nope. uh, but, like, shag carpeting, wall-to-wall shag mm, carpeting. It mm, had the mm. fixtures that had never been touched. Mm. It had, like, the TV. The TV. Uh, there was, was like two TVs. It was, it was, it was a, a cabinet TV. Oh. Yes. The telephone How much they was want a for dial. I want to move in. It was, it was going for it was going for 490 Is it where they shot the poltergeist? I think I can afford that. Uh, see, okay, but the funny thing is, is that when you start learning how to buy a house, there are so many different factors that come into like, like how to buy a house, who's going to give you the money to get the house, how much money you're going to be paying per month, and who, who told let's you say, to put the, you no, 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 let's say, let's say, because this, this is this is the one thing, this is one thing I was so surprised by. So if we go, if we go find a house that we want, right? It's a great house. It, let's say it's going for four hundred ninety thousand, right? Mm-hmm. We wanted to buy that house. All right, we'll 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 put down our offer at four hundred ninety thousand. Let's say that the person selling the house says, "Good to go," right? Mm-hmm. Four hundred ninety. We then have to come and take our bank, the bank that's going to lend us that monies, and the bank has to then send an appraiser, and that appraiser is going to come and look at the house, going to look at all these things, and then is going to give us a number. What is that house worth? So that house could be, let's say, it's up for four ninety. We we sign an offer. At four ninety, mm-hmm. the bank could come in and say, "No, no, no, this house ain't worth nothing over you know three hundred thousand." That the, and so the bank will finance us for three hundred thousand, but we're gonna have to you we'd have to upfront the one hundred ninety thousand. Right? It may not mean nothing to y'all. Isn't that cray? Isn't that cray? And, and then and so apparently you can get out of a deal that way. But it's like you're like bu- you're buying a coffin essentially. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked, man. That's fucking. It's crazy. He it's insane. A, he wanted a house, but he ended up with a coffin. It's, it's crazy. Because then you got to worry about like you go you got to put a you got to put a new roof on. You got to take out the floors. There's could be termites oh, everywhere. Constant. Like, constant. Constant. Uh, I don't know, man. Home ownership. Oh my god. Might be a home dying. ownership. No, that's the way to make monies, though. But is, uh, don't don't be afraid. Don't the, be afraid to buy real estate. We got the next Angeles. Donald Trump over here. I don't think you invest. If you you don't make money doing that. Yes, you, you do. Know, you know you buy house. You buy a house, and then the real it's estate. It's an investment. Re, it's an investment. You put your money you, right now. You know, right now not, you're renting. Okay, right now you're renting. You're putting money down on nothing. You're 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 flushing it down. You're the flushing toilet. I don't I don't pay. I don't have to worry about anything. I worry about property. This area is going down the tubes, and. If it was it's my not. house, I'd it's be not. like, I'm so Shit. glad I have that on tape. It's not. Okay. It's true. First off, the, the reason true. the reason if, that you would not buy this house, and for all the people, for all of our viewers, this house reasons. this house is not technically a house. It may be built like a house. It's, it's a not a house. We it are at the condo. we are at the Rupert house right now. So that means you're talking HOA, and yeah. you're talking it's not a full house. Right. And so the appraisal in this house is probably like mid. Like maybe three, maybe three and a half, mm-hmm. maybe. Right? <laughs> he's an expert now. No, no, he's, no. He's, he's a is, real estate expert. I'm just is, saying. Is, I'm just saying. Is, this is what I'm on your your top sites on Chrome? No, that. So you talk to my wife about that. But uh, but I, it's crazy because you're putting when you when you pay a mortgage that you're putting money money into the house. When you sell the house, that money all comes back at you essentially. You went to the, you went to the, you got the wrong degree, man. Dude. You should have gotten a finance degree. Uh-huh. Do, do you think she's like getting a Dell? An MBA or something? You got a degree from CSUN in a degree. film production. That was a mistake if you want to buy a house in Los Angeles. <laughs> that was a mistake. This mis- is crazy. 
well, as a mistake. Maybe it's not, though, because a film degree is essentially a lottery ticket. You could win big and become really successful. No and then one from live in the CSUN hills. has won the lottery. With uh, the well, there was Tell there, that to Donald Jr. There was a, there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> Artist in residence, dude. <laughs> okay, there's the lottery winner. This could and get, and this, you can take that to the bank. This could get slanderous here in a moment. This could, <laughs> I was starting to listen to <laughs> I like Donald Petrie. I like Donald Petrie, I like too. how Donald Petrie has, has, has like, he likes to discuss that that part in Richie Rich is he is an intentional homage to Hitchcock's uh, North by North. With the foot with the, off the, the edge of the, the thing. The, 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 what's the, the mini, monument mini called? In the, you know what? Yeah, thank you. That's that's pretty much the only scene I remember in that movie. That and the one when he I remember like, that rides he the roller coaster. had his own McDonald's in his house. And that's, that's just about legit. to say that was the next one too. Yeah, that's legit. That's, that's what you want to do, right? That's the height of luxury, honestly. Oh yeah, I'm actually not far off from getting would the McDonald's you, in my house. Nice. Would you, Addison? So you, 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 you want just looking at you you're looking yeah. at houses in Southern California. We are looking. We are looking into houses <laughs> in, Southern California. in Southern California. Yes, we are. That just sounds terrifying. It's, yeah, I got to be honest. Crazy. I I feel like I need a drink, and I'm not even. Yeah, the one looking. it's crazy. It's crazy. But we're not. I mean, we have to understand that we're not at the point where it's like we're gonna throw it down. You don't. Do you have an agent? We are. Yeah. No, we do. We do. We do. You just. You just. You're, you're, you're it's browsing like, from a distance. It's literally, kinda. yeah, we're like, we're trying to figure out how much space is like 700 square. We went to a house that was 700 square feet, right? That's small. That's small. My house is the house. 25, we're in 2,500 right now. Yeah, dude. no, we're, this like, is, okay, think no, think about this, right? Lap, lap okay. of luxury. It's not so, that big of a house. So that house, that house was 700 square feet. That house was going for like five, it was like 540. That's what the, that was asking on that house. That means that per square foot, you're throwing down seven hundred dollars plus per square foot, which is hundred dollars plus per which is crazy. square That's foot. Out of control. Is it? Is it what's it's the cool. Area? Oh, we like that house. It is was it a, an amazing area. It was La Crescenta. It was a. It was a very. Yeah, it was a great street. And how in the world am I going to afford all this stuff? There's so much nonsense you have to think about, and then and then on top of that, you got like four thousand other people that are trying to beat you out for that. Yeah, stupid you got to worry about them. You got to worry about them, oh. what they're offering, how much they're offering, because they're they bringing cash to the stress, table, stress. or you're bringing any of the cash Crazy. to the table, or you're doing financing. Oh, you ready? Stupid, stupid. Let me ask you this. Oh, sorry. Okay. But, Bill, you'll enjoy this. Yeah. How, so, how is your uh, credit? Oh, we, we have fantastic. Mr. Mr. Debit Man. We have fantastic credit. Fanta- absolutely fantastic. Well, she, my, my wife, love her to death. She's got fantastic credit. Well, there you go. You only need one. How much credit, what's your credit do you have? Uh, I, have good, I have good credit. You I don't very, have, I have very have little none, credit yeah. history, but I have good credit. Let's get a credit card. I do. I have one. Credit card. Credit card. You, you got, got it. it. <laughs> but since we're married, and since we're married, I think a lot of that just that probably helps. comes over to that yeah. helps. That's good. But she's she's got fantastic credit. Um, Vi- uh, Violet has really good credit too. She, I would, I would maybe prefer that we not try and use that credit card anymore, but. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> no, but you, you, you build. I want to be there for those. We build. Of course, we build it. Be there for of course, we should of course, wiretap his house. I want to be there for the husband and wife. We need to get like a credit, credit card. On we need to get a Susie. No, we're all squared away. What? We need to get a Susie Orman person to come and like break all the the, the finances. Is money's it's money's man. It's money's is crazy. When you get old, money's becomes like it's like we it's it's adult money. Very strange. It, it already it is. is you just don't think of it as it is. I know. Right. But it is right. Like no, right I'm, now, I'm aware of that. It's happening as we yeah, speak. I have a it's happening. 401k, and it's like, look at you. Why? It's like, like nothing. nothing. No, no, so you don't like have. A, a, well, couple, with, you, you don't. Bucks. You're not going to cash your 401k out until you want to retire. You plan I'm on retiring? never going to retire. No, you'll be like 95. Oh, yeah, there you go. You, you really, I mean, you incur penalties if you cash it out before, yeah, right, before exactly. 65 and then yeah exactly yeah, Social Security, welcome family. to personal finance 101 yeah, so <laughs> this, is, this has turned into the fun uh, well, young, young 20, 20 something show to the this is me you and the scoot 2.0 right so get this so like my, my cousin adam was gonna buy a house he was actually on the show a while ago yeah he tried buying a house for like a year and a half yeah 
and he takes in, in Sacramento. In right? Sacramento, yeah, this is in Sacramento. Yeah, and something happened because Sacramento had in 08 got hit really super hard with the housing market. Right. So and there was like literally yeah, like yeah. a camp. There was like homeless camps of people that owned large homes in the area. Yeah. Whoa. It was on Oprah. Like it was such a big deal when Oprah was on TV that <laughs> she covered. Is she the not big, on TV anymore? I don't. She has an ad network or some shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but they covered all the all the camps of all these homeless people that like are sleeping in nice REI tents. But they lost their homes because of 08. Well, that's just smart financial decisions because REI well, has an insane return no, policy. They'll take the deal, anything. The deal, but, 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 the deal but, but, is they but, were lent too much money that but they couldn't afford. It's, exactly. They were, so they were poor financial planners. I, I but it, they also, I you know, but So the crazy part is that Sacramento bounced back so hard. Forbes, right before my cousins would buy a house, Forbes had an article about how Sacramento is the hottest housing market in the nation. Beep, 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 beep. And my cousin was being outbid in cash. People were going above the asking offer by 40 grand sometimes. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's like... What? And they wouldn't even see the house. They weren't even looking at it. Yeah, they were just, just, that's called that's that's what's called a blind offer. Just cash offers above <laughs> above asking. That's true. It was like there, there are some houses. There are some houses that are in short sale. A short sale. A short sale is I, I believe a short sale is like when a house gets foreclosed on, right? So a short sale, the bank wants to get rid of that house real quick. So a lot, oftentimes they don't even have showings. You won't even see the house, and you have to put an offer in it. And there's like twenty five offers on it. Anyway, I, I it's buying offers. I don't want the truck. I don't want the buying houses for dummies. I want the buying houses by goose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, tell, I'll tell you what's up. I'll tell you what's up. An yeah. illustrated guide. <laughs> yes. Well, Drawings. Well, speaking oh, of real goodness. estate, why don't we get to some comedy? There you uh, go. It sounds great. Addison, please gotta, play us into the next block. We got, uh, a, we got a stand-up guest coming up. Has nothing to do with real estate. He and all, uh, he he was he's fantastic. He's a good he's a, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's funny. Oh, and we have him coming up Make next. Fucking country clubs. <laughs> You're gonna find out who it is. Fucking TV shows. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Wait, Pesci. Shit. He's leading us into the next block. We'll be right Shut back. The fuck up. Show. It's block two, and uh, we've got a guest on the line. Max, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us uh, tell us a little bit about this fine fellow we're going to be talking to? He uh, he is a fine fellow. He uh, he goes by the name of Jacob Givens. Ah, uh, some you know some call him Jake. That's a very normal current I, I would suppose um i met him on the film that we've talked a lot about the house harker um mm. vampire feature that i shot in wisconsin and everything and he was the writer on it um as well as a member of the group and acted in it as well so he had a big part in it writer actor yes okay um but yeah but he i wanted to have him on the show um specifically for he's also a stand-up comedian uh-huh. and i remember there was one night on the on the shoot in wisconsin that he did a little set for us, and it was it was incredible. Oh, he's 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 also, and I have to I have to say this because I am an avid uh, fan of uh, breakfast cereals. He's got a great bit on cereal, <laughs> and it, it's incredible. Anyway, go on. He does, and uh, let's let's get right to it. Uh, Jacob, how you doing? Welcome to the show, man. Thank you for patiently waiting. I'm doing waiting. great, guys. Doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Addison knows the. He was referring to the. Your uh, serial joke, because Addison was the one you met briefly at uh, the Robin Hood 
uh, oh, 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 that's awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. We, we have that. Fantastic. It yeah, was. That was a fun. No, no, you killed it. You got, you were clearly, you were clear, you were in an upper, an, a, a different level of com, a comedian that was there. There's no doubt. Uh, uh, I appreciate you saying that, man. I just, I just remember that venue being very ill designed in that uh, <laughs> right in front of the stage there happened to be a gigantic brick, brick pillar yeah no yeah it was fantastic <laughs> is that so, real really yeah no yeah. dead serious where is this again uh it's a it's a british pub oh mm-hmm. in, it's a uh, british pub yeah. yeah uh you know uh a los angeles comedy scene for the majority of us is not the most glamorous and you take shows where wherever you can get them and mm-hmm. oftentimes it's these you know pubs bars that were never designed for people to be performing in, but shows end up there anyway. And I mean, you know, the most stereotypical thing for a comedian is to be standing uh, in front of a brick wall and talking to a crowd. Well, this is the only place where there's a brick partition that you're looking directly at. So you know, it's, it's, it's the most bass place to be doing a set. But it's, you know, the guys who run it there are really great guys. And, you know, they, they, they you know, like so many comics out here, everybody's just looking for more rooms because when it comes to improv, Laugh Factory, Comedy Store, Ha ha flappers! You know the clubs are such a different monster, right? And so for a lot of us, we just we just are like, all right, oh, you want me to drive to Long Beach and perform five minutes in a in a in a pub in the corner at eleven? Sure. Right, <laughs> right. How did you get your start as a as a stand up? It's a you know I've been I've lived in Los Angeles for uh, uh, almost fifteen years, and I. Long story short, in, in high school and college, I was an actor, musical theater, came to L.A. thinking I wanted to be an actor, and I very quickly thought, nah, this is bullshit. You know, I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really like it at all. It was so different from, um, from the theater background, and it was a lot of, you know, the, the, the look, who you know, and I just got very jaded with it very quickly. And I, I switched gears and spent several years writing, you know, writing stuff, and... Um, uh, along the way, I landed in some improv groups, you know, some like-minded people. But stand-up was this thing that um, I was like, maybe I want to do that. I don't know. And um, back in, I met, and this is the, the, the connection of all the of the friends here. You guys are probably, I think you've already on this podcast, talked to Clayton and Noel mm-hmm. from the film, right? Well, right. They, they grew up in this, in, uh, in this city, and a guy that they went to high school, I met, as well, and that, that gentleman's name is Chris D'Elia, who's a very successful working comic, um, and Chris and I got to be really good friends back in 2002, and in the, in the mid-2000s, he and I were hanging out, and he was like, I, you know, I, I'm thinking I want to try stand-up, and, and I said, I do too, and uh, so we, we went, this is probably in 2004, 2005, we went to um, this club in the Valley, the Ha Ha Cafe. I've been there and several we times. both did our five minutes. Yeah. And uh, and we both left, and we went over to this place called Patty's, which was down in Toluca Lake, and we had coffee. And he was like, we should do this every day. We should go every day. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, he went every, and he went every day, and I did not. <laughs> I, I like got distracted with a hundred other things um, that I was working on and did not stay the course. And then uh, by the time, you know, I'm flipping on my TV and seeing my buddy on Showtime, killing it i was like oh shit maybe i should have focused on stand-up so <laughs> i um I, I back in 2011 i i called him and i was like i feel like i should give stand-up another go and he was like yeah you definitely should and, and here's some of the pitfalls that you can avoid that i that i landed in along the way and here's some places and yada 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 
so he was very, very encouraging. And I, I spent, you know, all that first year just doing open mics and as many shows as I could in LA. And, uh, it really inspired me to keep after it. And, uh, you know, it's, it, that, that's kind of the, the, that was a long story. I said, long story short. <laughs> no, that, that was, that was really interesting. It's funny. Chris D'Elia was just on Mark Marin's podcast and he told the other yeah, side of that yeah. story. <laughs> about the Haha ha Club yeah. and going just every single day forever and just going yeah, every yeah, single I, day. I That's listened to it and uh, it's like, it's so true. He, he was saying that back then. And I mean, I don't, you know, when we were, when we were younger and he was going to open mics, nobody ever knew, nobody ever knows what's going to happen really. You know, every, uh, everything I've pursued in the city has been, especially in screenwriting and in improv and whatnot, everything kind of feels like this, yeah, sure. Your things are going to turn, and 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 really, you're going to be a success. You can It's very easily to feel like you're chasing something, and it's just never going to come. And so, comedy at that time in my life, I thought, yeah, it's just going to be another thing that I do for no reason. And 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 it's not. And honestly, it's not that I pursue it now because I'm trying to get famous. It is a it is an addiction, and you have it has to hook you in somehow. I think mm-hmm. comedy is one of those things that. If you start doing it and it, it, it lures you in and you feel that bug in your system, you won't be able to stop doing it, whether you get paid to do it the rest of your life or not. You're, gonna, you're, you're addicted. It's too late. You're in. You know what I mean? And that's kind of where I'm at now. So. That's, that's really interesting. I, I, we all listen to a lot of like, comedian podcasts. Like, and, and the funny thing, I was wondering, what are, you're a stand-up comedian, so what are your comedians? Because like, comedian comedians are sometimes different than like, the general public's comedians. <laughs> that's interesting yeah, it's more yeah. it's more elite it's like a more elite you know intellectual mindset of the comedian and the breakdown of the jokes and everything. i was wondering who yours were well i grew up um and and uh for those who've seen me on on stage i'm physical i do accents i'm very um high energy and so i grew up my dad had steve martin records and i wasn't allowed to listen to him but i would sneak off and i would find him <laughs> and listen to these these steve martin records and just that wacky sensibility that he had as a kid I, 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 I thought he was amazing and still to this day like if I met Steve Martin I would freak out um, <laughs> and then and then I also you know of course I saw snuck uh, snuck Eddie Murphy's specials and, and Richard Pryor and uh, I didn't you know Carlin was somebody I discovered much later I wasn't really exposed to Carlin until later um, so he has that darker more edgy side that I think inflects Louis CK's Stand up, so you don't see that in me as much because I wasn't influenced by it as a as a kid. I was influenced by Robin Williams and Jim Carrey, even even his young stand up stuff. Um, just that kind of silly wackiness, you know. So those were some of my influences uh, growing up. But I'm still all the time learning about these amazing fringe comics that nobody, you know what I mean, that are on the sidelines that weren't the big names um, along the way, you know. Yeah, sure. definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. What um, I know recently you went to uh, New Orleans for comedy, and I was wondering how that came about and how that went. Well, have you guys ever been to New Orleans? I have not, no. Uh, so, I don't so, think any of us. Someone was told me that New Orleans is like the East Coast's Vegas, where it's like, uh, it's like yeah. yeah. And then some. Prepare your liver if you ever go. <laughs> Prepare it rigorously train it like Rocky because here's the thing. And I told this to several people. The thing about Vegas is Vegas is boozy up all night, but there's a lot of things that can distract you. You can gamble. 
there's shows, there's there's clubs. I mean, New Orleans is food, booze, music. That is it. And so there's nothing to occupy your time. Uh, the first night I was there, I was out. It was about 2 a.m. And I've lived in L.A. long enough. I looked at my buddy and I go, so when is everything closed? And he goes, he looks at me, he goes, nothing closes. <laughs> nothing ever closes. And wow. so by the time it was like 4.45 and people are still just hammered, wandering around the streets, you know, I eventually had to call it a night. But that city just doesn't sleep and it's, it's wild and everybody's drunk all the time. <laughs> So that's, that's insane. Did you did you do any of the? Uh, did you go to a drive-through daiquiri place? Uh, no, no. Have you you've heard have, of them? Right? You've heard I of those? I did hear of them. Yeah, yeah, I did. I I tried to do as many of the things you're supposed to do in New Orleans when I was there, and you know, after a while, you you find yourself on Bourbon Street at three in the morning, and you don't know which way is up, and you're just like, well, somebody just laid me down somewhere, but. <laughs> I, I <didn't> know. <laughs> There are a lot of really cool things to do there. The music is incredible. You know, we would we would be there'd be these jazz bands playing in these clubs, and the food is outstanding. Like everything you eat is is so so good. You know, so is, is it, that, it was incredible. I had a great time. Is, is that one of your favorite cities to do stand up in, or do you have a favorite city that to do stand up in? It was my first. It was my first time. You know, and I mean, in the comedy world, I'm still considered a a, a baby. You know, I'm, I really am. I've been doing it for four years, and it's crazy because you'll meet these seasoned pros, and they find out you've been doing it under 10 years, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're just getting started. It is really this, um, it's really this kind of, you got to earn your, your, your stripes. you got to be in it for a long time in order for anybody to really consider that you're a comedian. So on, on my, at my level, coming up in LA, being a comic in LA, LA is what I know. It's, it's my stomping ground. It's, it's what I'm getting used to and what I'm accustomed to. And over the past year, I've been fortunate enough to, I did Vegas last spring. I did, uh, I've gone, you know, uh, San Diego, uh, La Jolla comedy store, went up to San Francisco. Uh, fortunately I got to go back to Chicago. I was visiting uh, family back there and I got to do a spot in Chicago. So I've only got a chance to do these little cities, on a weekend, and that was my first time in New Orleans. So I would say I'm a 100% a Los Angeles comedian, um, and I'm just now getting my feet wet in other cities. I can't wait to do New York. I've yet to do New York, and that's the one that uh, that I'm really excited to get a chance to do at some point. That's that's awesome. Is there is there a, since you you do so many LA clubs? What's your favorite club to do stand up in today? Well, I would say you know. Um, the one I'm excited, I haven't got a chance to do the Laugh Factory yet. Laugh Factory is a, is a long process to kind of get seen and, and given opportunities. Sure, there's showcases that you can land on, but I've always wanted to do it in such a way that I wasn't uh, going in that route. I wanted to be just seen as a comedian and get the spot at the time. I think a lot of us really want to get there, for one, because it's like the Disneyland of comedy clubs. Everybody's in a good mood. Everybody has a great time when they're there. It's not a heckling club. It's like <laughs> people go to laugh and have a good time. Comedy Store is a different beast altogether. I've, I've only been able to do shows in the, um, in the main room and the belly room, and they're usually just some, some you know, outside comic who's putting on a show, and I get a spot. They're, you know, the, the shows that I've been on there were not sanctioned by the Comedy Store. You have to be passed at the club to get that. But that club is the most intimidating club to do and I think if you guys have read Louis C.K. even writes about that and, and a lot of these big time guys talk about how intimidating of a club it is because it does it really 
really people judge you harshly there and people show up off the street just going, make me laugh, prove it, you know, and so that's a hard mm. place to perform. Huh. Um, but echoing what Dalia said in, in his uh, interview with Mark is that HaHa is a great place to start here in this city because you're guaranteed your mic time. You eventually work on some shows. It's in the valley. It's an easier spot. Um, it's a great place to start, and, and uh, I agree with that. And uh, Flappers is also a really fun fun place in Burbank. I've only gotten a chance to do that one, and I've yet to do the improv. I've, I've been there and hung out a lot of times, but looking forward to getting up there. Oh, and the Ice House. Ice House is a good room, too, in Pasadena. So. Oh, nice. I was wondering if you have any uh, horror stories of hecklers or like the worst, <laughs> like the worst place that you've performed. Oh, I like yeah. this. Oh, oh, definitely. I, I'll tell you what, as a comic, I'm fortunate enough to not be heckled too often because um, you, my material is usually about my family, my kids, things that I find are funny, and the people who seem to get the most heckles are the ones who do something that, I don't know, maybe rubs people the wrong way or you, you say something that might be a touch sensitive. And I, not, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that that's, there are styles that tend to instigate an audience reaction that is more passionately against the comic. Right. Um, and I, I, because of my material, it, it doesn't seem to do it as often, but I have had the occasional drunk person yelling in the middle of the show, you know, that's completely oblivious that there's a, a show going on. Um, I did this joke. I, I, well, you know, I just said I didn't do anything controversial, but I do, I do this joke that it's a little bit controversial about religion. We'd love to I hear was, it. I'd love to hear it. I was raised in a very religious home, uh, in the Bible belt. So I do some stuff that kind of, um, kind of poke some jabs at the holes in, 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 in the Bible. And I did have this lady one time, she was in a gold sparkly dress, and she just the whole time was going, nah, uh no, baby, no, baby, uh-uh, no, God is good, God is good. <laughs> and she just, was shout- she just was shouting that the whole time. And and I just I, I think I said like hashtag blessed or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's fantastic. So, yeah. Well, uh, should we talk about the movie at all? Or yeah, what do you? I mean, bit, I'd love yeah. to hear a little bit more about your involvement with this film. That well, you know, as you mentioned, as we've mentioned, we've been discussing a lot on we've this been show. Tracking. We've yeah. been tracking. We've exactly. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know how much you guys have been inundated because I know you've had a couple guests from the movie. And, uh, you know, I'd be happy to, to answer any questions uh, about it, of course. Sure. So. Uh, well, I mean, writer, actor, uh, I don't know. Max, you, you, you're sort of our inside man here. Guide, guide us in this discussion. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it'd be, it'd be interesting to hear about the, uh, like the writing process. We haven't really talked about that. And especially because there's multiple guys. I mean, I know you all worked on, like, the story and things. But I know you were the, the actual, like, screenwriter. Um, so be curious to see like how you guys have worked together and, and we know your history and that you've all worked together a lot. So it'd be interesting to hear on, on this specific on house Harker, how, what that writing was like. Well, totally. I, you know, I got to say my, my, um, the journey of, of writing with these guys, you know, you start out, do you, you, you guys write scripts and stuff like that? Um, write, write your own projects. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Up and on, yeah. 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 A little dabbling. Yeah. We all, we all, you know, like all, all us creative types that want to write stories. It's, it's a lot of our journey is you're by yourself, right? You're on your own. You're huddled up over a laptop and you're trying to get these pages just crushed out. 
and everything leading up to working with these guys was me, you know, hold up somewhere trying to write stuff. And it tends to be this really lonely, isolated process. And by the time you pass pages onto somebody and somebody gives you feedback or notes, you want to hold the pages to your chest and go, like, no, don't you, you'll get me. You know, it's this really precious um, thing. And um, the moment I started working with these guys, that part of me has been beaten into submission because from good cops to tumbleweed is, is this was such a collaborative idea group that we'd come up with something, I'd write it and hand it over and they'd be like, we like this, not this, not this, not this, not this. And the, the over the years, I got so used to getting notes and feedback and this being a constant conversation that I came better prepared um, on a feature this time and not, not coming in so precious about all my pages. Of course, of course, there were things that I loved and was proud of and I didn't want to see cut or changed, but it really was a process to get me there, you know, where I would write, spend two, three months working on pages and then, and then we'd have this session reading and talking through everything. And when he said, uh, you know, can we change this? I, you know, deep breaths. All right back once more into the breach, dear friends, you know, right. and, um, and, and the web series writing prepared me for a feature in a way that I hadn't been used to, which was when we write features, right? We write in a three act structure, the hero's journey, but with webisodes. And if you write something that's happening over a couple minutes, you're constantly having to end on this, holy shit, this, this pop, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta make something cool every couple of minutes. Right. So with this film, I, I took that style from web series and infused it in the feature format and tried to make sure that every couple pages, something crazy happened. And to me, and, and Max, I, I think it probably second this, is that this film, literally something crazy seems to happen every, <laughs> every couple minutes. <laughs> it's like nonstop. It, it really yeah, it's great. The story, so. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's great. Well, thanks so, so much for coming on. Before you go, um, do you have any like? Do you have a, a website or social media? Yeah, you can... give us a, give us a plug. That, you know, yeah. send us a. Let's end the segment with the plug. I think you know, so people can f- find your stuff. What do you say? Yeah, definitely. Um, I uh, I so I'm uh, jacobgibbons.com, My first and last name uh, at .com. That's my website. Um, I'm incredibly active on uh, Twitter. You know, I t- tweet as much as possible. That was actually the um, the comedy show in New Orleans was actually called the comics of Twitter. And that's why I even got invited down there. Cause I was with these other people that were like, you know, had thousands and thousands of followers on Twitter. Um, and you know, as for, I always try to keep my shows updated on the website. Um, the movies been my number one focus for the past, you know, six months of my life. Um, so right now I'm just, you know, look for me in LA, I guess around town and, and, uh, I'll always keep my show schedule you know, in tweets and on my website. So um, I'd love to see you guys come out and see a show sometime. Definitely. Maybe. And uh, thanks again for coming on our show. We, we really appreciate it, man. Uh, Jacob. Yeah, Gibbs definitely. Joining us live. All right. Thanks again, man. And uh, we'll be right back on Me, You, and the Scoop.
bag. Welcome back. <laughs> I, yeah. I just had to kill it. I thought that'd be just funny. Kill, just bam. It was uh, just that and done. Just the hard fade. Just the, the hard fade. Uh, so, well, uh, you know, over the break, the Gobis and I got to talking, and we we realized that we shared a similar comedy experience. Mm-hmm. And it was a great it was a great comedy experience. It was one of my one of our one of the Cole's best friends' husband. Mm-hmm. He at the time. Uh, for whatever reason, I love the man to death. He he wanted to do um, he wanted to do stand up. I, so I love everything about this. It movie. was his first. It this, was his, this has the makings of a fantastic. <laughs> no, <story>. no it's <laughs> true. but he it was his first. It was his first time doing stand up, as far great. as I know. But he was I, some some got into him. He's like, I got to do this, mm-hmm. right? I don't I don't know if he's ever done it. You know, after that. But anyway. I'm very important. So <laughs> Max Max and I Max and I. And then our friend, our French friend Celine, who we went to school with, who Celine. now lives in Bali. We Shout need out. to get Celine on the show. We need to get we Celine on the show. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> we go, we go, and we're like, "Hey, you know, our buddy's got this open mic. It's his first night. Do you guys want to go?" And we're like, "Ah, right, yeah, sure." So we we show up at the place and unannounced to him, can he you, doesn't know that we're can going. Can you tell us the place or no, or does it matter? No, I can, I can, t- I can't even remember the place. It was, I don't either. it was, it's like a coffee shop. It was, it was minuscule. It was. <laughs> It was like a. There it was, was like, like a four closet. or five, four or five tables. There's like yeah, four. Okay, at most. So there's like four or five tables at most. Perfect. Right? And the place, the place is like one so of those. So this is like this is an open mic. Yes. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But it's a, it's one of those places that's like the way that it's decorated. It's all woods. It's got stuff all over the walls. Like just stuff everywhere. Right. Antiques. Blah blah blah. Mm. So you know we go out. We we go order a coffee. We surprise him, and he's like mortified that we're there. Oh great. Um. But then is, on top of that, but then where, on top of where that, where do we sit? No, the the greatest thing is is that you, you look around and all the tables are taken except for one table, and it's perfect. It's like somehow there's like four seats, and it's right. like, but there's people there, and there's some people that are standing. This one table is not taken, and we're because like, ah, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll go, we'll go sit down at the table. <laughs> so we sit down at the table, and then the show begins, and we are literally. 12 not even a foot away Mm-mm. from the front of the stage we yeah. are literally looking up at the people they can let touch me, us let me ask you a question is this a uh stand-up comedy specific open night mic night or is this like anybody who wants to no. do anything play the guitar sing whatever uh, no 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 it's a it's a comedy it is a comedy it's okay. a comedy open mic because you know these things happen too yes. yeah i just wanted to clarify mm-hmm. okay so because that makes a difference going in if you know everyone there is, is there to see comedy no it's true no yeah. it's true and so you know i i know from just I, it's, I don't even see a lot of comedy, but I know that if you sit in the front row, you're going to get talked to. You're either going to get talked to, or you have Picked to be. You something. have to be good. You have to be a good audience member right. when you you're sitting laugh, in the front. You, gotta, you can't yeah. be the dickhead that's going to sit there with you the arms stare, crossed and do all that yeah. stuff. So I laughed. I tried to laugh at you. Got to be a good even sport. though it wasn't funny. Right? Mm-hmm. Supportive so laughs. Our buddy, our buddy went up. God bless him. He's amazing. Um, he, you know, does his thing, and then this one guy gets up, and I guess this is what his comedy was. He was just super confrontational. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of just to us and so, like we're with like two like my wife Nicole and we're with Celine and Celine they're two like little blonde girls and they're you know and the guy the guy was just like overweight he's kind of like a Zach Galifianakis type guy mm. and he was just he was just railing into <laughs> Celine <laughs> and Celine in, in, in what way no no but just just like just like Celine wouldn't laugh and he would mm-hmm. point out that Celine didn't laugh and Celine I love Celine to death because she's well she's European and so like her her idea of like being nice is like way different so she he's like he's kind of like laughing at her and she goes i don't care it's not funny (laughs) (laughs) he just says it like it is and he he was kind of stunned because he didn't he's not he didn't expect her to to say that yeah oh she was she was just super deadpan but anyway it was like don't (laughs) sit in front how did he end up it was horrible how did the how did the whole how did the whole confrontation sort of end up so uh he he finished up 
and I think that was the last one that we wanted to stick around, but but it wasn't the last comic. Yeah, so we guys left. Bailed. They were still and going. We, and we ditched, and you could hear the minute we got up, like right when the last one, yeah. you could hear like a, a room, like the whole room goes, oh. Oh, they're leaving. Because <laughs> we were, like we the, were the we're only like ones. part of the show. No, not only that, but we were probably the only ones that were there that were not also performing. So everybody else was yeah. you were the audience. You were the audience. We, were the, we were the only audience. Yeah, so it was like, now everyone's just performing to the, each we, other. We that is literally the saddest story. Yeah. It's, it is. Oh, it was, it yeah. was kind of funny. It was a very, it was a very funny moment. The lesson learned, don't sit in the front in a comedy show. I could have told you that like mm-hmm. a million times. That is a, that is but a, we didn't even know it was a, the yeah. front. That's a rookie mistake. We didn't even know it was the front. And then by the time when we knew the show was going on, it was like, we couldn't get up. Yeah, too late. Too late. We were committed. Yeah, we stuck through it. Most if you, if you ever want to bother Celine, just say "pardon my French," and she'll go. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I was. That, I was that's really funny. I was searching. I was searching through um, old footage, and I came across the "No Hey Not a Mas, uh-huh. uh BTS footage, and which we you had learned, never cut together. Oh, I was not my job. It was the Gobi's job. I was there. <laughs> oh, I was shooting. My job. Allegations. Was it, was it the Guppis's job. I was. I, I was, took the footage from you, but I never. I, I was, was only never, shooting. I just only, shot the movie. That was. I only shot. I did. I did kind of pretend to offer once that I was going to cut it, and then I never did. Is anyway, it fun being there was so much about? footage; it was ridiculous. Anyway, so we're, I I found this shot where Will and I had learned uh, an Uh-oh. inappropriate line oh. in French. We don't need to say what it is. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was <laughs> but it good. involves a command with a specific sexual act. Yes, and so there's a there's a shot of me. Cue the Chris Hansen behind, soundboard behind the. Uh, Behind the camera, and I turn to Celine and I say, Celine, what does this mean? And I say it to her, and she goes, Addie said no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear Will in the back laughing. Just laughing. The best. So and good. these are the people I'm friends with. Oh, that happens a lot. You that love happened, it. That happened with So. You know you love it. JK. We're very uh, oh, yeah, that's great. We try bilingual and, in the, uh, you know. We try and find oh, yeah. the most well, you, the only you yeah, Exactly. The only, if you're going to learn a foreign language, you might as well learn just bad learn things Learn the worst say. thing you could say <laughs> exactly. and then say it. Oh, just <laughs> again repeatedly again nonstop. And, again. and right. in public places, you yeah. know. Oh, oh, yeah. And then especially to the friends that taught you it and yeah. told mm-hmm. you not to say it. And yeah, then they, and then you see the, the look of regret on their face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so anemic. It's yeah. more disappointment. It's just... But it's it a combination. What have I done? Yeah, why, like, did I, why did I give that to them? It's like, it's like, buyer, it's like buyer's remorse. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, we had, uh, yeah. So but in, in the, during the break, I was, I was telling... I was saying that we were, we were talking about what song to play the show in with. Oh yes, we were doing some producing. And yeah, we're putting, the, we're, you know, we're picking what song to put <laughs> in. And and I, I I told him I had this really boring dream about about the podcast. I really want to know what it is. Oh. And all, it literally, it's so boring. You teased it as a boring nightmare. It was a boring nightmare. It sounds really this. interesting. All it was was literally it was us in like dealing with lawyers because the show got like a super tiny, <laughs> really really shitty advertiser. And the person mm-hmm. wanted us to re-edit every single show, and it was just enough money that Scott and I thought it might be worth it. It was, not, it was like, it was like, it was like, it was like enough money that it was just barely enough money, but still not enough at all. For that's, such re- a will, that's such a will. It was like, nightmare. It was just like, oh god, He's waking up somebody in a wants cold to, sweat. No, it's not enough money. Somebody wants to offer him some type of money for way too much work. Way too, yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like nightmare. But but the thing is, like, it was like the show's getting picked up, and we actually have an advertiser, and the show's becoming a real podcast that we can <laughs> right. buy more shit for. And it was like, but we'd have to never use any song we liked ever again, mm. and we had to cut Copyright out stuff. and find all new music for the whole. And it was just like you had to. You it had was to the take lamest. Apart. It was the lamest dream that would and be, or nightmare that ever. That would be was, intense. How many episodes do we? We have almost. 60 this is episodes. this is episode sixty one. There you go. And I was actually going to tell you a little public service announcement. When we record next week, we will be basically celebrating the. 
two year anniversary. two year anniversary of me oh. doing the scoop. I believe Someone it's first some cupcakes. first How episode no posted in uh, mid May of uh, of thirteen. So we'll accept cupcakes. We're just going to be thrown back cookies. the champagne. I would, We're going to have some special VIP and studio guests. Mm-hmm. I would like Come to on. recall a moment. It's game day, baby. Recall Wake a moment at uh, Chick Fil A. Come on. When I was sitting across from the school, and, oh. and I, that is when that is I is that, the that is when I believe no. uh, me you and the school was truly born. Yeah. I don't know. We should go it back Chick-fil-A. to that Chick Fil A. It was across. It was across. Uh, oh, the Chick. Me you and the school was across. Mm-hmm. Was created across from uh, Chick Fil A sauce. Hmm. Well, know, I mean, I, I would I would contest anymore. that. You know, we should go there next week. I would contest that. Nice job. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Wait, wait, so, so do, you, do you remember that the lady that knew Chick Scott by name? And knew his order. Oh, at Chick Fil A. No, but That's she. But a... it. But was what was so great about it is that she knew it bothered him. Yeah. So she would yeah. come up. She would come up. So she was so can... nice and you so gotta, pleasant. You real... okay. She would go. She would go. Another Diet Coke, Scott. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those people that work there are like. I mean, the they're they're just they're nuts. I mean, are you are you, are you familiar with the like the whole she, my pleasure thing? Anytime. Oh, I know. Anytime. Oh, that, I know. If you if you thank a Chick Fil A employee for anything, mm-hmm. they will never say you're welcome. They nope. will always say my pleasure. I know. It's oh, actually, you're crazy. It's kind of annoying. There, there's like but, a, they're so nice. There's so How do you hate a, them? No, 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 no. But, All I'm saying is that there's a management push for like just be a crazy customer service person. Right. Otherwise, but I we'll think kill to you. add to that goose is that I think. She knew that we loved it. Yo, no, yeah, that's, no, she was playing into we, us. We, oh, she was playing into us. An important time. revision there to that. Yes, thank you, Go. It was very <laughs> true. You fuckers. And it was Scott because Scott, because Scott you know, liked it. He secretly no, liked it. No, I did not. Yo, yes, you did. <laughs> you want you, me to like you it. You liked and it. You like no. Because you, you want to feel okay for thinking it's funny. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that you liked that she knew your name. I'm saying that she. You liked it when someone would come up, even at that with that type of a restaurant, and right. would refill your drink for you. I so that was that. a fantastic service that I'm sure you. I enjoyed. would actually prefer to do and it myself. We enjoyed. We enjoyed that she enjoyed calling you by name, <laughs> yeah. and that was fantastic. Well, I'm glad that everybody benefits. It's a win-win. <laughs> it's just it's everybody wins, oh, and it just you know. And they're so, they're so quick with the drinks too. Oh, they were they were lightning. So fast. Oh, you just set up the soundboard. Oh man, I'm gonna throw up. Oh, <laughs> On that note, good lord, this is, this is we've got to end now because Let's we're headed it. for we're, we're headed for dark Leave territory. Energize, energize. Before there's another soundboard setup. Let's, oh let's, my god. Well, you know, thanks for listening, I guess. And, uh, you know, thanks to our, ga- our guest tune in, for coming on. Tune in next time for our two-year anniversary episode. Well, bam. If yeah, you, I got to If you've the... been with us, if you've been with us for two it years. It might actually be. No, you, yeah. You get a free subscription to the uh, webcast, to the web videocast. Be careful the, what you promise. So make sure you email us. Email us, mm-hmm. and we'll send you the login information. I don't, yeah. I don't, don't, don't email us. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Standing in the dark